you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski, and today we are talking about the NHL playoffs. I thought it was it was a pretty interesting um it was uh, it was a pretty interesting third round, I have to say, or, or second round. Um didn't go the way I thought it would uh, in half of the series. In the other half, it went, you know, basically didn't – in only one series, it went the way I thought it would go, and that was the Colorado Blues series. The rest of them, I was very surprised. And and that does not happen often. Um, that does not happen often where, you know, in the NHL, especially, you know, I think I'm a pretty, pretty knowledgeable person on the NHL. Um, that does not happen that often. But without further ado, let's get into it. Um, the NHL playoffs were in the – uh, Eastern and Western Conference semifinals, or, or sorry, Eastern and Western Conference finals. One more round, and then we're done. We have the finals up next. Um, but let's head let's head to the to the first series that we're going to cover today. That is the, as I already mentioned, the Avalanche defeated the Blues in a six game series, four to two. Um, and, and you know this again, this game, this series kind of went, I think, the way most people thought it would. Um, it was a six game series. Realistically, Colorado could have won it in five. Um, but you know, this is what we expect of the avalanche, right? They were one of the, they they were basically touted as the best team, uh, from the West coming into this. We all knew that they were, you know, a very, very, uh, talented team. Um, obviously Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr and guys like that are, are really, uh, really stretching this Blues team um, overall. And obviously David Perron and Booch Navis and Bennington for the Blues. I mean, they all had good series. But what it, what it ultimately came down to, right, was the fact that Colorado is the better team, right? They were able to extend the series. They were able to play a little bit stronger, a little bit better. Um, and, and, you know, again, the Avalanche are a very talented team. And that, that, that cannot be said enough. Um, you know, I mean, in game three, they, they handled the Blues. I mean, it was five to two. It really was not that close. Um, it was four to two. And then I think an empty net goal kind of sealed the deal at the end of the game. Um but, but generally speaking, the Avalanche were by far and away the better team. Um, we knew the Blues would struggle, by the way. Um, and, and I think the reason why a lot of people in this series, um, at least this was a tough series to kind of gauge or review at the end, 
was because what happened to Jordan Bennington, right? Obviously, um, Nazem Kadri uh, ran into Bennington and he got injured. Um, I believe that was in game, I want to say game four. Um, I want to say game four. Uh, maybe maybe what maybe ended up being game three, um, yeah. Because I think he had that hat trick in game in game four, so he had that hat trick right after. Um, but you know, I, I think to some people that's why the Avalanche won this series because Bennington got injured. I mean, he was he was pretty stupendous in net. I mean, he didn't he didn't play a whole lot of games as we've already said, and he only played really two and a half, I think. Um, but you know, overall, I mean, very solid series from the Avalanche, right? And, you know, maybe Bennington didn't get injured. Maybe they could have extended to a seven-game series. Um, but at the end of the day, it also wasn't Kadri's fault. Like, he definitely got pushed going into Bennington. I don't think it was intentional. And, and you know, I think that that kind of riled up the – especially Naz and Kadri, but the Avalanche overall. And – and, you know, I mean, listen, they lost a tight one in game five, lost overtime. Like, you know, they blew a big lead, to be fair, um, in, in the third period. They were up um, they're up three to one. And then, and then you know, the Blues scored three three goals in, in, in the third period. Um, one right at the end of the game, by the way, by Robert Thomas. And let's just take a look at this one because that was – that was a really incredible goal. I remember watching this game, um, and you know it, it was just—I mean, it was, it was an impactful goal to say the least. Yeah, I mean the puck, you know, fine again, finds its way to the top, top, you know, top of the crease, and, and the Blues do a nice job of moving it around. Um, again, finds its way to the top of the crease, and then it's just a simple, like, kind of like like put in there and then you know Thomas was right there right where he needed to be um to kind of just poke it back in poke it in the net behind uh Kuhlman but you know overall this series it was a good series I mean it's definitely competitive we saw a lot go right for the Avalanche and and they are the toughest team I think in the West so remaining um they are a very tough team to play and, and the Blues definitely put up a fight uh you know, I don't think there were a lot of expectations for them to win this series. Um, but, you know, I think that's sometimes the way it goes, right? And then, you know, of course, in game six, right, right after the Blues scored that late last second goal, the Avalanche, you know, with basically 10 seconds left are, are, are going down the ice on one final run. Um, and they just slap one home. Um and, and that's just a tough way to lose a series. Uh, you know, I mean, that game was probably going overtime, but you you really had two goals, two goals in the last you know ten seconds in back to back games that one sent into overtime where where the Blues won and the other was a game winner by the Avalanche in regulation. So, you know, I mean, that's the type of series it was. And you know, hey, credit to the Blues. I mean, you know, they played they played a good series, but the Avalanche were just they were too dominant. I mean, they've only lost two games in dire playoffs. They've been really good. Let's move on to the next series I want to talk about. Let's about Calgary and Edmonton. Edmonton won this in five games. It was a four to one win by the Oilers. 
Um, and it was actually four straight games that Edmonton won two, right? So the first game of the series, I mean, I thought the series was over. I was like, you know, the, 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 the Flames scored nine goals in this game. They scored three, and they knocked Mike Smith out of the game within the first ten minutes of the game. Right, Elias Lindholm and Andrew Mag- Magniapane scored <laughs> both within the first minute of the game. Um, it was pretty, impre- pretty incredible um, as we look at one of the goals now. I mean, it's just a really bad, bad playing by Mike Smith. I mean, there's nothing else to say. Um, that first game was pretty much a disaster for the Oilers on the back end. Although you, you can't say that Calgary played any sort of, you know, great hockey um uh defensively as well right um and and there was a point where kyler yamamoto early in the third period tied the game up at six which again does not happen very often in the game of hockey where game is tied at six six um and it was just a great drive to the net by none other than Connor mcdavid who really is cementing himself as as one of the if not the best player in the league um, wins a face-off, and then he just kind of cuts across the net. A good initial stop by uh, the goaltender for Calgary um, with his right pad, but it just kind of bounces off and right into Yamamoto's stick almost. Um, but then the Flames, you know, they scored a go-ahead goal, and they never looked back in that one. Um, so, you know, I thought it was Rasmus Anderson with uh, just three, you know, 17 minutes on the clock. So it was fairly early in the period. Um, but it was just a nice wheel, good zone time for Calgary. They're working it well, um, flip behind the net. And then, you know, Anderson's just right there, right in the slot. It's a bad change by the Oilers. They did not pick up Anderson. He kind of walks right into that good shooting lane. Um, and the goaltender really had no shot. Uh, I mean, that's just, a, that's just a tough one. And, and Calgary ended up taking it. And you thought at this point, you know, goaltending wins playoffs and i was thinking to myself well that the series is over right i mean obviously edmonton will win a couple games probably but i did not think that they win four straight games after losing game one and it looked that way as you know again edmonton went up 2-0 uh in game two right with a goal by michael stone and one by richie we'll take a look at richie's right now um and this was going to put them up 2-0 in the game. So they were up, you know, 1-0 in the series. And this was 2-0 as, you know, goaltender for Edmonton. I can't really read the back. That's still Mike Smith. He stops most of it, but it kind of trickles out the back. And then and then Brett Ritchie's just right there to poke it right in. Um, we've seen that a lot this playoffs, too. I mean, where guys are just in the right place at the right time. Going to the net, putting pucks on net, and, and good things happen. Um but Edmonton pretty much took control, you know, after a Tyler Toffoli power play goal. Connor McDavid put his sixth in um, to put it to 2-3. Kevin, Evan Bouchard made it 3-3. Three, three. Uh, and then Zach Hyman. I mean, let's shout out Zach Hyman, who had the game-winning power play goal, uh, or the go-ahead, um, shorthanded goal, excuse me, um, as he just, you know, break away and just puts it right past. I mean, again, this is kind of one of those series where crazy things happen. Um, and then Edmonton went on to win game three, four to one and win game four, five to three. And then game five, I mean, this was a super tight game, right? And, and realistically both, you know, the, the, the Oilers again, fell down one zero after a Magna Pane goal. Then they scored four in the second and the Flames scored three, 
right? Um, no one scored in the third, and then in overtime, none other than Connor McDavid from Leon Dreitseidel with his 19th assist of the playoffs put it in. And this is one of the most incredible goals you'll ever see as um, good good forechecking by the Oilers, finds it, puts it right to Connor McDavid, and he just puts it right in the low slot. I mean, this is – I mean, you can see the emotion after he scores too. He is extremely excited extremely happy um, that his team got the, I mean, a massive win, simply a massive win right here for the Oilers fan base. It does not happen. Uh, and it has not happened in a long time that this team has been in the Western conference finals. I mean, you know, especially with Connor McDavid, I mean, he's played quite a while at this point. So it's a big moment. Um, Backstrom, you know, again, Connor McDavid finds a good spot and in, in just low right corner. I mean, it's a hard stop. It's a hard shot to save. Again, Connor McDavid starts the playoff by you know getting a good four check and then and then just puts it in and, and that's a series. Um, and what the series came down to was Connor McDavid and Leon Dreitzel. And if you are if you are you know if if you think otherwise, like I I, I don't know what to tell you. Like <laughs> this was um, like a crazy crazy series. Like Evander Kane. You know, so Connor McDavid and Leon Dreitzel each have um, 26 points. They lead the playoffs combined. Each have seven goals and 19 assists. Evander Kane leads the, you know, he has 15 points. So he's fifth in total points. Um, and he, I think he leads in goals. He has 12 goals, which leads the playoffs, which again is absolutely insane. Um, I mean, Edmonton is a scoring team. Like, let's be honest, right? Um Connor David's having an insane playoffs. Vander Kane had that hat trick. Um, they're playing very well. Um, now, I think, again, what, what what could hold them back, right? What could hold this team back is goaltending, right? Because Mike Smith, of, of the goalies remaining, right, there's only four. You have Darcy Kemper. You have Igor Shosurkin and Andre Vasilevsky. I think Mike Smith might be the worst or at the moment he's playing the, as a third best goalie. His save percentage is 927, which is pretty good. His goals against average is 2.7. Um, he has two shutouts, but I feel like there are definitely some games where he plays very bad hockey. And the Flames, I thought, played a very bad series. I mean, the Flames were the better team overall, um, and it's a big disappointment for the Flames. So I do want to see what happens in this Colorado uh, Oilers series. We'll get to my predictions a little bit later. Um, right now, we're going to cover the Lightning Panthers series, which was an absolutely unmitigated disaster for the Panthers from the get-go. Um, I mean, the Lightning are just such a solid team. Uh, you know, again, a four-game sweep. They get some rest. Vasilevsky's playing absolutely out of his mind. Um, again, in the four-game series... He let up one goal, one goal, one goal, zero goals. Like, that's insane, right? Um, the Panthers scored in the first period on an Anthony Duclair goal, and then it was all lightning. It was uh, Corey Perry, Bellemare, Nikita Kucherov, Ross Colton. Um, and let's look at the Nikita Kucherov goal, who really is, now again, the lightning on the power play in the playoffs are just so dangerous. Um, Kucherov does so many things well. Just walks into the zone, 
and he just he throws it on net. I mean, it's not exactly a, a very competitive shot, but Bobrovsky has yeah, – he misses it. And that's what I say all the playoffs, like all the time, right? Whichever team has the better goalie is going to end up winning. Because, you know, first off, do the Flames really play to their potential in this playoffs? Absolutely not. No. I mean, listen, they they were the best scoring team in the league throughout the entire regular season. Um by by a wide margin, like it was not close. And then what happens against the Lightning? The Lightning stuff them. Like like they just absolutely got stuffed by Vasilevsky, who really put on a clinic. And I think game two and game four were probably his best games. I and mean, the Lightning only scored two goals in game two, but you know Vasilevsky only let up one, right? And that and that's pretty uh it's pretty incredible. And and again, he really is the reason why this team is winning, right? Um, Ross Colton scored again in game two. He had the go-ahead game winner. Um, and this one also came, well, actually came with like five seconds left in the third period. Um, again, just, you know, fighting until the end. That's what we've seen quite a bit these playoffs. We're just pucks find their way. It's a nice play. Ross Colton, again, in a good shooting zone. Nikita Kucherov with a great, great no-look pass um, behind him. Knows where Ross Colton's going to be. Ross Cole does the right thing. He puts it in the net um, with under five seconds to go, um, specifically with uh, four seconds to go. And, and and that's a crushing loss for the Panthers. And I feel like from that moment, right, they just collapse. In game three, the landing hung a five spot on them. Um, again, Corey Perry had a very good series. Steven Stamkos had a very good series. Nikita Kucherov had a very good series. Um there's not a lot to say about this Tampa Bay Lightning team. And I think I think what that comes down to is that they really just are such a fantastic defensive team, right? And let's look at the Pat Maroon goal in game four that sent the Lightning on their way to win. Um, this was the game-winning goal or the game go-ahead goal, go-ahead game-winning goal. Um, I mean, the Buck, they're just – they do the right things. They don't give up. They They – they put everything they have into it, you know. I mean, it was scoreless the first two and a half periods, and then you know we're in in Tampa Bay where the puck just kind of bad gets batted up. Like Bobrovsky does a as an okay job stopping it, and Pat Maroon just kind of tips it down and it just kind of gets pushed. Like it, the ball, the puck's above his shoulder. He kind of taps it down. Bobrovsky doesn't help himself out. But he kind of backs into the puck, actually. Um, and and that sends the Lightning on their way to win. And, and that's what makes the Lightning so dangerous. They're so experienced. Um, they're so talented uh, offensively. They can score very well on the power play. They're a very good power play team. And most importantly, their, their goaltender is the best goaltender in the playoffs right now. I mean, he is absolutely dominant. Um, and I would say even more dominant than Igor Shostorkin. Um, as the Rangers surprised me, I think this is the most surprising series um, of them all. Like we knew the Oilers could do it, um, we just didn't know if they actually would. I thought the Hurricanes for sure would win this series, um, and they went up. By the way, they went up three games to two, um, and then the Rangers went game six and game seven. Um, and again, it comes down to goaltending. 
Carolina throughout you know the past the game six and game seven was were held to to only two goals each, which isn't enough to win most hockey games. Um, you know, in games one and two, it really looked like to me that Carolina was going to want run away with this series. You know, it, it, and the story of it was basically this: the goaltending for Carolina was absolutely incredible. Like, like the Rangers' goaltending, we knew was going to be good, right? And we knew that you know, listen, if they give up two goals, like the Rangers will probably win that game because they're off. You know, they're an offensive team, but not really that good. Um, so I think like okay, you know Carolina's really playing well. Ranta's playing well, like or whoever was in goal actually. I don't, I don't know who was in goal. Hmm. Who was in goal? Who was in goal that game? Yeah, Ranta. I mean, he was playing well. He's playing great hockey, right? I mean, for example, game two goes to overtime. And the Hurricanes win it. And Ronta makes 28 fantastic saves. Ian Cole. Look at this Ian Cole goal. Ah. And, and at this point, I was like, okay. The Rangers offensively are... <laughs> they're just not good enough. Like, Shostorkin is playing well. Um, and yet... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's stopping almost everything. And I thought to myself, okay, well, that's it. Because he's playing well. He played well this entire series, right? He held Carolina to 2 2 1 1 3 2 2. That's incredible in the playoffs, right? And so I think, I mean, he's playing well. It's not his fault, right? The problem is, is can the Rangers score? And they answered that question in game three and game four, where they put up three and then four. Carolina went back home and won. That in game six. You know, Rangers. the Rangers took care of business. I mean, it wasn't even close. It was five to two, um, and and Philip Keitel had two goals. Right, Panarin had one. Zabanajed had one. Um, Tyler Mott had the opening goal, and and you know we got to Game Seven, and. You think, okay, well, this is where the Canes are going to win it. They're undefeated at home in the playoffs so far. You know, this is their, this is their, this is their chance, really. Um, and you know, Shostorkin, you know, I mean, it wasn't even Shostorkin in this game. This is the first time you saw the Rangers actually really play very well, um, and it was that combined with. Um, you know, uh, Kolkechtov, I think he started the game. I'm not sure, actually. I think he might have gotten injured, actually. Let's see. Additional game information. I'm trying to see. I'm just trying to go. Yeah, I think I think he left the game um, in, in, in the... Early for or early second period, I'm not sure why. Um, or maybe Ronta let did Ronta get injured? I don't remember. Hold on. No, wait, 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 wait. They scored an empty netter. Wait, no. What? That doesn't make sense. 
Uh, I think there must be something wrong with the NHL website because this is showing that Ronta was 14 for 14 on saves. Kokechtov was 9-12, but the Rangers scored six. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, I mean, the Rangers, it was all Rangers in this game. I mean, they were up 4-0 at one point over Carolina. Um, this is the first game where you really saw them actually score goals. And that's what Shostorka needed. He doesn't need you to score six goals, but if you score four, like the chance that you're going to win the game is very high, right? And as I said, as I say, goaltending is what makes a difference in the playoffs. Um, it really changes the entire outlook, the entire um, – it changes everything, right? You have great goaltending, you should win in the playoffs. You have the best goaltender, you'll win. Um, and with that being said, let's give a quick preview to these next two series. So Oilers-Avalanche, this is going to be interesting. Um, and listen, if Kane, Evander Kane, Connor McDavid, and Leon Dreitzel don't keep playing the way they're playing, I think that the Oilers will actually win this series. However, I don't trust Mike Smith, and I think that the Avalanche have proved themselves to be the better team throughout the playoffs. But oh, am I going to regret this? I don't even know who to pick. I don't love either of these teams. But I think I'm going to go with... I, just, I can't pick the Oilers. I know that their goaltending is a bit spotty, so I can't pick them. I know that Colorado's is too, by the way, but I don't know. I don't know. I got it. I think I'm going to go with – it's going to be a seven-game series. You know what? I'm going to go with Connor McDavid. I mean, the dude is just playing so good right now. I'm going to go with the Oilers. Oilers in six or seven. You know what? Why not? Let's ride it. I'll probably be wrong. And I'll probably be very upset, but I'll ride it. As for New York versus Tampa Bay, I mean, this is expect, I expect it to be a very close series. I mean, games are going to be 3-2, 2-1. Like, I don't expect teams to be scoring a lot. Um, I think Vasilevsky's the best goaltender. I think that Tampa Bay's also got the better offense. And that's what's going to come down to. I think Tampa Bay offensively is going to get to Shostorkin. And we saw a lot of it last series where the Rangers had a lot of trouble in the last series. Um, scoring goals, and I think that's going to happen again. I, I mean, Vasilevsky is definitely a better goaltender than Bobrovsky. So, um, you know, I again, I, I just think that I just think that the Tampa Bay Lightning are the best team right now in the playoffs. They're the team that I feel the most confident about. So, I'm going to roll with them. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Master Plan. You'll hear me soon. You know, another episode with more great sports content. Thank you and have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.